into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports. Wager on every sport, including football, this season with the Superbook Sports app and get your first bet matched up to $1,000. Win or lose terms and conditions at Superbook. Com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The Intel Edge is what Gary Ashton and his team will give you when you go to their website, GaryAshton.com, for more information. TrueMav Fitness, a new way to work out. Great 45-minute uh, classes designed for every level of fitness. So as you start your fitness journey, you can get started with a new way and a better way. TrueMavFitness.com. For more info and two rivers Ford, the best car buying experience humanly possible, not just in middle Tennessee, not just in the state, in the country, two rivers Ford is among the best in the business. Certainly to us, they will get you guaranteed rates. If you qualify on a 2023 model year Ford, tell you more about that later on in the show. So, uh, as we kind of look, uh, as we kind of look at the situation for Traylon Burks and the Tennessee Titans, and all the different issues that we've talked about in the last couple of days since they got blown out at Buffalo. The thing that needs to be uh, looked at is, all right, how do they fix it? How do they go about it? How do they go about getting this thing back on track? And who is going to be best capable of helping them do so? So it's only two games, and it's a small sample size, and certainly it hasn't been good enough to help them win games just yet. But Traylon Burks is receiving a lot of positive feedback and seems to be one of the best things that they have going on the field right now. Now, I'm made even more uh, jaded about the Titans on offense as I watched Jacoby Brissett and Mitch Trubisky be able to move the ball with relative degrees of ease and how terrible it looks for the Titans to be able to move the ball on offense as of late, certainly against the Bills. But as you look at Traylon Burks and, and how they start to incorporate him more, we can talk about uh, why he is not playing more and what can they benefit by having him on the field more frequently. We will do this uh, right after you give me your Two Rivers Ford take. Very simple. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. How would you grade Traylon Burks' performance through two games? I'll give you his stat line in a minute. Uh, you're going to hear from Todd Downing on the rookie momentarily. But how would you grade it? It's just two games, and there's not a big sample size of work so far. But are you pleased, on the whole, with what you're seeing from the rookie first-round pick? We can talk about it together right after I remind you that Two Rivers Ford is the place that you go for all of your car-buying needs. Whether it's a new 2023 model year or a certified pre-owned vehicle, Two Rivers Ford is the place that you go. They will take care of you as well as you have ever been treated at a car dealership. The standard is pretty low, but Two Rivers Ford goes above and beyond to make sure that you can have the best possible experience, no matter what your shopping habits are, whether you want to build your own uh, Ford the way that I did or uh, and have it custom ordered and delivered right to your door or uh, select any one of their certified pre-owned vehicles or any of the new vehicles that they have on the lot, Two Rivers Ford and their non-commissioned sales team will go above and beyond to make sure you get what you need. TwoRiversFord.com. So, uh, how would you grade uh, Traylon Burks as the first-round pick? 0-2 uh, are the Titans, and their passing game has 
I mean, certainly against Buffalo, it languished, but that's not Traylon's fault. Frankly, it's not Tannehill's fault either. The protection was really, really bad. Uh, Roy DeMeo says, A, he hasn't done anything bad uh, outright. Well, uh, that's that's fair. He has not done anything for points off, uh, is I guess Roy's argument. Aaron George saying a 9 out of 10 looks great so far. Randy Howard, a solid B, would be closer to an A if he wasn't being compared to AJ. Yeah, you're always going to have to grade on that AJ Brown curve who's making appearances in the network television sitcoms that are based in Philadelphia because he's become so popular there. So with all the different things, and I'll I'll get, I'll give you my evaluation of Traylon here in just a second, but I want you to hear from Todd Downing, who for all of your guys' ire towards him, um, had a lot of positive feedback about what Traylon has been able to do so far. This was the Titans OC earlier today. Ability to make plays after the catch and, and run with the ball in his hands. Do you need to make Traylon more a focal part of the offense in terms of what he can do? I think he's been growing each and every week, and I think uh, you know he's been generating confidence in a lot of people around here each and every week. And so as that happens just naturally, I think it, the ball tends to find him a little bit more. Uh, again, I don't think you can force anything, but you certainly want to give a guy that has uh, done well with his opportunities some more opportunities. So that is uh, that is Titans OC Todd Downing talk about Traylon. Now the opportunities that Traylon Burks is getting are not terribly many. Um, he in uh, the Titans Week One loss to the uh, New York Giants, he was targeted five times. He caught three passes. He had a total of fifty-five yards, so just north of eighteen yards per reception. Uh, that's a sixty percent catch rate. And eleven uh, and yards per target, so they were targeting him downfield, uh, which is why he had the opportunities to move the chains the way that he did. He had about an average uh, receiving yards per target of eleven. Now he only played twenty-four snaps offensively. He played special teams, a, a handful of special teams, uh, in the season opener, but only twenty-four snaps, which is thirty-seven percent of their offensive snaps that he played. Uh, now, in Buffalo, he was targeted more, got one more target, six targets, caught one more pass for uh, 47 yards, 11, uh, 11.75 yards per reception, uh, and a 25 and 45% of their offensive snaps, which was only 25 snaps in total. So they're not, they don't, ha they don't get a lot of possessions offensively, which is a problem in and of itself. But I think that Traylon Burks, they're running really the same route concept with him. Every time he's every time that he's caught a pass, it's that quick play action. Uh, Greg Cosell calls it bang play action, where Tannehill hits his back foot, whips it to uh, the receiver streaking over on a crosser in the middle of the field. They did, they've done it with Corey Davis for years with success, AJ Brown as well, um, and that was the that is the route that they are most frequently targeting. And hitting Traylon Burks on. Now, things like the the empty set that you guys sent us a lot of screenshots of, where they've got like three tight ends, Traylon, and a fullback split out wide. I can't remember the exact personnel grouping, but it caused a lot of commotion on the internet. Um, Traylon Burks was open. They just didn't get the pass completed because Tannehill was consistently under pressure that day. So I think for all of these things, if you ask me to give him a grade so far, I would I would say, uh, I would say that B minus is fair. 
He's doing the things that they ask him to do. He's in the right place for the quarterback to find him, which is as important for the rookie for a rookie as anything because it's about building trust and chemistry that when I go your way, you're going to be in the spot that I expect you to be or that you're going to make a play for me if I target you when you may not necessarily be open given the concepts. Um, I think all these things right now, B-minus is fine. Like I think that's especially for the bit of a nightmare summer that he had. Uh, for Traylon Burks, this is the exact kind of thing that you were hoping to see, where the player, uh, where the player is now um, developing into the role that they're trying to find for him. Steelers just scored a touchdown. Looked like Najee Harris uh, getting ready to, uh, or just got them close to the end zone. Actually, I think you guys are a little ahead of me as I watch this on Amazon Prime. But I guess the Steelers are about to score and at least try to tie this game up. Oh, what? oh, Mitch Trubisky with a stiff arm. How about MVP Mitch? Look at that. Uh, top tier says Burks is the real deal. He's going to be very good. Uh, I, I think that he's got a lot of promise. He's not A.J. Brown yet. That's fine. Uh, he doesn't have to be A.J. Brown. Well, I mean, you could really use him to be A.J. Brown. Uh, right now, but he's not. And and as they continue to trust him more in the offense, they'll continue to play him more snaps. He'll get more targets. He'll be able to have a bigger impact on the game. And also, he needs to continue to learn different route concepts because it's clear he's got that one down, which is great. That allows them, the more that he learns, the more that he's able to do, the more nuance that he adds as the season progresses and the more he understands about the game plan that they're going to execute each week. I think that it is a I think that it is one of the most positive developments of the Titan season so far. Um we can uh, let's read more of your comments here in just a second and then we'll talk about a quick fix right after I remind you that Superbook Sports is the place that you need to go to wager on football, baseball, college football, whatever you like. Every major sport in the Superbook Sports app. You can bring Vegas to the palm of your hand and they'll match your first bet win or lose. Up to $1,000. It's a great offer with a great product. The app is clean. It's easy to use. You can get it on Android or on iPhone. Superbook Sports is where you go. Superbook.com is where you get the terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So, um, why is Woods not targeted more, says Lee Hart? So let's take a look at, uh, it's a good question because I'd be curious to see what Robert Woods' target share was against the Bills as opposed to the Giants where he was hardly targeted at all. Now they went his way considerably more against Buffalo, uh, five targets, four receptions, 39 yards in total, um, and he did have the one punt return snap on special teams. So he's he's really only playing 66% of their offensive snaps right now. They're not going with a uh they're not going with a you know a staple of the guys who you would consider their top receivers right now. They're they're mixing a lot of different dudes, a lot of different looks in to try and get I guess keep the defense off guard. Uh why they don't target him more I would have to look at the plays where he was open. I would have to look at the progressions that Tannehill was going through, and I would have to look at the offensive line protection because it has, frankly, been trash. Um, but I think that for all of these things, or at least last week it was trash because uh, Taylor getting hurt impacted that in a massive way. Um, I think that they certainly did go his way more, and and I, you know, I, it's curious that 
It's curious that now I don't know if they're just trying to manage Robert Woods and his workload coming off the knee. I don't know if they're trying to work Traylon Burks in more, and as he learns more, he'll be able to play more for them within the offense. Um, Hooper is not really involved either. Like all these different acquisitions that they made, Hooper got a few more targets uh, in this game than he did in week one, but it it just it hasn't looked right just yet. So as we kind of evaluate the bulk of the picture right now, it's it's tough to kind of say, well, why isn't player X, Y, and Z being targeted more? In reality, it looks like they're working in a fair amount of different skill position players from fullbacks to tight ends to wide receivers, uh, running backs when Dontrell Hilliard is on the field to provide them a little bit of a change of pace. There is a uh, there is a pretty uh, it's a pretty interesting approach and we'll see how it continues to develop. Um, Tra- Jeremiah says Traylon Burks is cold; he just doesn't get any touches. That's all. Uh, I mean, it would, you know, I again, I don't know what the learning curve. I don't know how much he knows, or or frankly, how much he doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's probably uh, there's probably a lot of different things that they need to be comfortable with him doing before they can put him out there for the bulk of the offensive snaps. So we'll see how this continues to, uh, we'll see how this continues to progress, but let's talk about, uh, well, let's see. Dion Bonner says, frankly, I'm tired of hearing about us managing our talent. Let the guys play. Maybe we're overthinking some of these strategies. Uh, Maybe it's entirely possible. Um, If, if Robert Woods is indeed completely healthy, then I would argue for a greater percentage of the snaps than 67% for your top wide receiver. Uh, but I think, uh, I think for the time being, you have to kind of look at this and say, yeah, they're, they're not comfortable with everything they have just yet. Now, whether they're right or wrong on that, um, it doesn't seem to make the difference because they're going to call, they're going to call the, uh, personnel groupings the way that they, well, the way that they want, no matter what you or I think of them at this point. All right, let us uh, talk about the quick fix that needs to be made for the Titans to have a chance against the Raiders on Sunday. I think it's a particularly bad matchup for them, uh, given the strengths and weaknesses of the Raiders versus the strengths and weaknesses um, of the Titans. Not a terrible amount of strengths for the Titans right now. But the question that I would like to ask you is, what one thing can the Titans fix to have a chance against the Steelers. Can and uh, should are two different conversations, right? I think the let we have to be realistic. What one thing can they fix to have a chance against the Raiders is different. What one thing do they need to fix, right? So I think that when you look at what they have available to them and the different things that went wrong, the good news is you have a lot of different areas to work on. Um, good news and bad news, I suppose. But uh, we will get into that momentarily right after I remind you that the Intel Edge can be had at GaryAshton.com. With the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, you will be put in the best possible position to sell your home without any showings or stagings, to find your next home while the market's still red hot, to win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity right now. That's what the Ashton team does for you. They live here. They work for the community here. They're great partners in the community. They're the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators, as well as the primetime show and my radio show, GaryAshton.com. For the Intel Edge, you need to succeed, GaryAshton.com. So, um, 
looking at the quick fixes, Rob Wright says, fire Todd Downing. Yeah, that's not happening. Uh, nastiness at the line of scrimmage is the one thing that they're capable of fixing, says Jay. Uh, you know, it's not that, I mean, Aaron Brewer is, does not lack for attitude and nastiness, right? He's just 275 pounds and you can't play guard in the NFL at 275 pounds. It's, it's not feasible given the competition that you're going to be going up against bigger, faster, stronger, um, your technique can be great and leverage can be your, your greatest advantage, but I mean, he's not, he's not equipped to play or to start in this league. Uh, Adam Weber says, try moving Raidens to left tackle and Levin to left guard Brewer to back up center sign Jack rabbit Jenkins to a one-year deal. Don't ask Autry to play outside linebacker. Well, they have to ask Autry to play outside linebacker because they don't have Harold. Um, it's, that's just the nature of what you got. Uh, I think those are a couple of diff- interesting things, though. Raiden's at left tackle. I mean, could it be worse than Dennis Daly? They seem to think so. They they, they got Dennis Daly on a short week and tossed him out there on Monday Night Football, and it was bad, but I guess they think Raiden's would be worse. Levin um, is the backup center primarily, but, you know, if Brewer, I think they trust Brewer more than they do Corey right now. Brewer to backup center would make sense theoretically, but I, again, I don't think they're going to take, they just, they trust Brewer to be in the right spot, even if he's going to be physically overmatched. I don't disagree with the signing of Jackrabbit Jenkins. Uh, I think they desperately need corner help, but they obviously signed Terrence Mitchell off the practice squad earlier, uh, earlier this week uh, off the Patriots practice squad or the Steelers practice squad. Uh, I would have to go back and look at the transactions. But, yes, they did sign a couple of defensive backs off two different teams' practice squads this week. Uh, Another thing is the defense wrapping up on the offense instead of touching like it's flag football. Yeah, that's from Kenyatta. Uh, Zach Zach Cunningham just bouncing off that fullback, looking completely futile, trying to make a tackle in the backfield. There was not their finest moment. He has objectively been bad. Also, Zach Cunningham, and I know you need him to be a lot better uh, through these couple of games thus far. How come everyone but the coaches and J-Rob know Brewer is not big enough for the offensive line? Um, Well, again, you know, they like who they like. It's like, why is Mason Kinsey still hanging around on the practice squad? Cody Hollister, why is he still hanging around? Because they trust those guys. They know those guys. And they may not be the best, but two out of three for them, I guess, passes the smell test. Uh, Jeremiah Knight says, Harold Landry injury hurt us. Yes, there is no question uh, that they are a worse football team without Harold. And this offense desperately needs a defense to prop them up as they continue to try and figure things out. But a quick fix would be just simply not turning the ball over. Stop muffing these punts. This was something that Craig Aukerman talked about earlier today. Yeah, I mean, we're still in the in the process of going through who's going to be back there. Obviously, today's going to be a big day, but uh, we got to get back to the fundamentals. I got to do a better job coaching it, uh, just letting those guys understand versus a right-footed punter. If that ball starts to turn over, you know, that ball is going to start drifting to the left. If it doesn't, that ball is going to be short to the right. Um, just getting back to the basic fundamentals of getting square up to the ball. Um, having our elbows in and watching it through. So we're going to focus on that today and uh, with all the guys, whether it's KP, whether it's Imani Hooker, um, Robert Woods, or anyone else back there, we're going to really focus on that fundamental. What, the shoulder injury. 
two muff putts in two games is not the way to go. Um, so the thing that they can re well, two things that they can quickly uh, fix one, stop turning the ball over in horrendous field position when you muff a punt. That's a big one. Uh, they are 0 for 2 so far in the well, 0 for 2 in these games without mistakes on the punt return situation. I know Kyle Phillips had a couple of nice returns against the Giants, but still, it cannot be that. He got bailed out in uh, against New York because Amani Hooker made an interception. Certainly, the Bills were quick to capitalize on his second muffed punt. So we'll see if he ends up back there, if they end up giving return duties to somebody else. Uh, Todd, or, uh, Craig Aukerman told us today that Traylon Burks has readily volunteered for uh, return duties. That is an interesting approach. It would be curious to see them do. I would be surprised if they did it. Kyle Phillips, I still think, is their best possible chance, but they got to get him to quit muffing these punts. They got to quit it. Get him. He's not fumbling. He's not catching them. He's getting ahead of himself, and it's a uh, it's a problematic situation. Let's do a weekend bounce back, and then get out of here for the primetime week, and back to Thursday night football with a few seconds left in the second quarter before halftime. Who needs to bounce back the most in sports this weekend? Real simple. Team, player, coach, entity, uh, whatever the case may be. Who needs to bounce back the most in sports? We got a really well, and, and it doesn't, by the way, uh, let, let's who needs to bounce back just generally because mine is not sports related. I just realized that um, I'm going off the board. So we're changing the rules. So I should allow you guys to play by the same rules that I'm playing with. But I'll tell you who mine is momentarily right after I tell you about True Math Fitness, the new way to work out a new way to work out with incredible 45 minute classes boot camp style they focus on a different part of your body every day to make sure that no workouts are recycled or repeated they keep your body constantly adapting to the conditioning that they are going to help you with they have classes for every level of fitness and an open gym if you would choose to sign up to be a member you can get unlimited classes and the open gym at any time that you want for only $160 a month. It is centrally located in the Gulch in downtown Nashville. They have varying levels, by the way, of how many classes a month you can sign up for, varying prices as well if you don't need the unlimited package. Uh, and if you are a Nashville resident, a Middle Tennessee resident, your first workout is free. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go and tell them A to Z Sports sent you. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting a quick TrueMav workout in before I head down to Knoxville tomorrow, which should be a fantastic time. I'm looking forward to seeing my first Tennessee game uh, at Neyland Stadium. So who needs to bounce back? Ryan Field says, downing in the running back toss. Christine McCord stays kind of in that vein and says, Derek Henry. Uh, Jay says he needs to bounce back from a mental health standpoint. Stay with me, Jay. It's only week two or only week three, I suppose. Uh, let's... We're all in this together, no matter how it ends. Uh, we're here with you until the end of the football season and well through it. So uh, if you're already struggling from a mental health standpoint, imagine how I'm going to be in a couple of weeks if they don't pull themselves uh, pull themselves out of the gutter. But uh, I'm going outside of sports because this documentary that's being made um, is simply incredible. The director or the uh the filmmaker, whatever the pr proper title is, is making uh, a documentary on Nashville bachelorette parties. His name is Ben Odo, O-D-D-O. 
Uh, and apparently the documentary is going to premiere tomorrow at the Belcourt Theater. Uh, this bachelorette party situation, the promo for it, is laugh out loud funny. So, yes, perpetually, the bachelorettes in this city that come to this city, that wreck our city, need a bounce back moment. Nashville, Tennessee. By day, it is a lush oasis. Peaceful. A wonderful place to raise a family. But come nightfall, the bachelorettes emerge. Their migration begins in the spring, with women from all over the country descending on the city like basic moths to a flame. Depending on their size, they can be a herd or a pack. If one of them passes out in the street, they of course become a litter. But as a collective whole, they're known as what's called an epidemic. A feral breed not to be approached in the wild. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Abandon hope. It looks incredible. If I wasn't going out of town, I'd buy a ticket to the premiere. Uh, bravo to Ben, uh, his production team, and whomever else is helping him put together this documentary. I hope that uh, I hope that it becomes a great success because it is uh, the promo, at least at very least, is tremendous. Um, my Tahoe needs to bounce back, says Kenyatta, because I'm tired of spending money to fix this damn thing. That's, that's like a very very relatable problem. Uh, if we're going off the board, uh, <laughs> Jacob Ray says, "I just want a game where I don't need dabs to get through. You're self medicating. You're going to basically tranquilize yourself for these football games. My God, Jacob. Uh, you know." <laughs> I'm worried about you guys. Uh, I, I I have the gambling I have the gambling uh, problem help number. I don't have any. I don't have the football uh, help number. I guess that would we would technically qualify as that, but I don't know that I'm necessarily comforting after losses for you guys. Who knows? So we'll see what the status of uh, a lot of these players are for Sunday's game tomorrow. Mike Vrabel, the final practice of the week. He'll tell us who's in, who's out. The radio show is going to be a great time from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. We've got John Reed to get us hyped for Gator Hate Week. Before we head down to Knoxville, Coach Dave McGinnis at 11.20 to break down the X's and the O's. And Jason Fitz, our good friend from ESPN, who is a diehard Raiders fan and is as miserable as you are because his team is also down 0-2. So we'll do that tomorrow. Look forward to hanging out with a lot of you guys then. If I don't talk to you, have a great weekend. Uh, and we will do it Sunday night, win or lose, on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Have a great weekend. There's Matt All right, Prater. we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What? what that's but, it? But we got a couple more questions. No, All that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM. <laughs>